I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Trust your judgment of that person's character. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one on one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one on one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is nowhere to be found. And on top of all this, let me get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves you to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then what we're going to do, we're going to put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, all under one umbrella, one unifying philosophy that is known as work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, people don't change. Now, listen, I understand. Maybe you're trying to change right now. Maybe you're in the process of changing. Maybe you have changed in life. You're saying to yourself right now, Dre, I mess with you. I like your show. No, this whole working your game thing is about, but I've changed. I don't, I don't agree with you. I disagree that people don't change. Well, I'm going to disagree with your disagreement. Then I'm going to prove myself correct as we get into this masterclass here today. You'll understand very shortly. But first, let me tell everybody that I want you to receive my daily motivation text that I send out every morning. I'll send it straight to your phone, text messages like you get from anyone else. This one's actually going to be substantial. This is not going to be you know, somebody texting you to waste your time. I'm actually give you some real substance. You don't even have to reply if you don't want to. I'm going to give you substance and not actually not charge you anything for it. Just give me 10 seconds of your time to read that text every morning. I guarantee it will keep you sharp, focused, and on point every single day. You take me up on that offer. All you got to do is text me at my number right now, 305-384-6894. I'll send you that text every single morning straight to your phone. Text me right now. The number is down below in the description. So this topic here today, people don't change. Now, while I understand, as I said in a tongue-in-cheek way a moment ago, that yes, you maybe have changed. Maybe you have made some changes to yourself over time. Maybe you realize you were going in the wrong direction. You start going in the right direction. Maybe in the past you were going in the right direction. Now you're going in the wrong direction. So you did make a change. Maybe not the change that you wanted, but a change was made. 
Maybe you have seen some people change in life. Maybe you have facilitated some change in other people. And listen, you're talking to a guy who has two coaching programs, a person who does speaking gigs. I mean, I talk about personal development, personal growth every day. Why would I sit here as a person who talks about personal growth and personal development and has people pay me money to help them make changes? Why would I sit here and tell you that people don't change? What I mean by saying this, people, I'm not saying every human being is incapable of changing. I'm not saying all human beings are incapable or won't change. I'm saying in general, I'm talking about the whole of the masses of people do not change. Now, you and I, you listen to a show called Work On Your Game. Now, you're listening to a podcast. You are taking in something that you already know before you started listening, that this is personal development, it's personal growth. This is the kind of material, this is not an entertainment type of show. You may be entertained, but this is not an entertainment type of show. You understand that when you listen to a show like this, that I'm going to give you something that you can take and apply that's going to help you be a better person. You already understand that when you turn this show on. So just by that little piece of information that we can all agree with, you are an exception to most of the people out there. So when I say people don't change, I'm not saying no human can change. I'm talking about people in the, the wider scope. Now, some of you already understand that, and I didn't, need to, didn't even need to explain that to you. And some of you have even said this to me. But what you all need to understand is that I hear the comments and I get the responses from certain people who have listened to this show, whether they have remained audience members or not, who will take anything that I say out of. Y'all know how the Internet is these days or anything can be taken out of context and people. And sometimes people even understand the context that I just explained, but they act like they don't because maybe they're offended by something that I said or just a little snippet of something that they heard or something that they took out of. I write a, a thousand word article. Somebody takes like 10 words out of it and they argue against the 10, but they ignore the other 990 words. This happens so often. That's why I'm always explaining the context behind what I say. As a matter of fact, just today, I sent an article out, an email out, an article via email, and someone wrote back arguing against something that I wasn't even saying. And it was clear this person didn't really read the article and maybe they just skimmed it because they were arguing against something that I was just using as an example just to set up the actual point that I was making. And they clearly missed the point. And they started they responded to something that wasn't even a point. But again, this is what you got to understand. People. All right. Some people are just stupid. It doesn't mean all people are stupid, but some people are. And I did a whole episode on that as well. Let me tell you what episode. Though. I think that was episode 1901. But let me make sure I'm giving you the right episode so that you go check it. First of all, episode 1357, I told you, let stupid people be stupid. In episode 1901, yes, how to accept stupid people. But I'm giving you that background and those episodes you can go check on your own time here just to frame as a background frame for what I'm talking about here today, that people do not change. And I'm explaining this to you not to, it's not necessarily to be negative if you want to consider it that. What I consider this to be is objective. I consider it to be neutral. It's not positive. It's not negative. I'm just telling you what it is. And here at Work On Your Game, that's what I'm always going to do. I'm going to tell you what it is. Of course, from my perspective, if you have a different perspective, well, you can text me. You can tell me what it is. Or, hey, you can go buy a microphone, start your own podcast and tell the world. Maybe a lot of people want to hear it. The point is, I'm going to tell you from my perspective, as objectively as I can, why people don't change. I'm going to build my argument in case for why I believe this. And you can do what you want with it from that point forward. Is that all right? Good. Let's get into it. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is people do not change. First thing that I, I'm going to suggest that you do and do this with every person you come across in life. I don't care where you meet them and why you met them. Trust your judgment of that person's character. In episodes 1993, 1994, and 1995, 
I gave you a three-part series on how to judge character. Judging character is one of the most important skills that you can have in life. And as a matter of fact, all of us have the ability to judge character. The problem is some of us are just very bad at our ability at judging character. And when you're bad at judging character, what happens is you get into destructive relationships with destructive people, with people who you never should have touched with a 10 foot pole. You end up dealing with them on a level that you never should have got even close to them with. And you end up paying for it with your time, money, attention, energy and resources. Is there anyone listening to me right now who could co-sign what I just said? That because of your poor judgment, you dealt with a person who you probably should not have dealt with in the first place. And you ended up losing in some way, shape or form, maybe multiple ways because of your poor judgment of that person's character. Now, again, I'm not telling you that to beat down on you because of your poor judgment of character. We have all made bad judgment calls when it comes to other people. But as the saying goes, where does good judgment come? from, it comes from making bad judgment decisions. When you make a bad decision, you realize, okay, that was a bad decision. I won't do that again, hopefully. Unless you're a slow learner, you need to make the same mistake more than once. You make that bad decision, you realize it was a bad decision, and you don't make it again. You get smart at stuff by doing stupid things. All right, so all of us do this. So this is not a condemnation of you. What you see in another person's character, continuing on point here, is rarely far away from whatever their representative shows. What I mean by that is, the way that someone presents themselves, sometimes, actually many times, all of us, we present ourselves in a certain way when we're trying to put on, we're trying to put our best foot forward, right? We're trying to put on a show for somebody. Maybe you're on a first date. Maybe you're just trying to impress an audience. Maybe you're at a job interview. Maybe you just got into the beginning part, the honeymoon part of any type of relationship, business, personal, intimate relationship. You're just trying to show the best version of yourself. But whenever you notice anything of a person or someone notices something of you that might be a little bit deeper. Maybe you didn't mean to show it. Maybe it just showed in a little flash, but somebody happened to notice it is usually not that far away from what your representative is showing. It's hard to have a representative that is so far away from who you truly are as a person. And the more time you spend around a person, the more you talk to them, the more you listen to them, the more you observe them, it's going to become very clear what their character is because nobody can keep up that representative for long. Some people are better at it than others, but nobody can do it forever. So while it is possible that someone can change their character over time, this is definitely possible. The best bet, though, when you're crunched for time, I mean, you as the judge of character, your best bet is not to bet on the fact that somebody's character is going to change. That's my suggestion to you. Now, you don't have to accept this suggestion. You can decline it and you can do whatever you want to do. You can say, well, Dre, you know what? I'm going to bet on the fact that this person's character can change, that this zebra can change their stripes. So, okay, go ahead. Now, if you fail, don't say that nobody offered you any words of wisdom before you, you know, went and made that bet. Now, there are somebody, somebody's going to change their character out there in life. I'm just saying I wouldn't bet on me being the one who could figure out who that person's going to be. That's why if you're crunched for time, meaning you need to make a decision quickly about a person, judge their character as best you can, as good of a judge of character as you think you are. Everybody thinks they're good at it. Only a few people admit to being bad judges of character. But as best you can, judge another person's character and make your decision based off of that. Not based off of what you see on the surface, not based off of your emotions and not based off of their representative, whoever, whatever they try to present themselves as your judgment of who they truly are as a person, because a mistake here will cost you a whole lot. That's just something you need to keep in mind. And if you have never thought about your ability to judge another person's character, I'm going to help you out again. Go back a few weeks to episodes 1993, 1994, and 1995, where I laid it out for you how to judge another person's character. I gave you as much detail as I could in those three episodes. So go and check those. 
this is why when we talk about judging character, this is why reputation matters so much. Because one mistake, reputation-wise, can ruin a person's can ruin a person's reputation, right? And it can work against them for a long time. How many people do you know of, whether it's someone you know in your your local life or maybe someone you know as a public figure who one thing that they did, one thing that they said, one thing that you know about them, might be the only thing you know about them. You judge them based off of that one little piece of information that you have about that person. You don't know anything else about this person, but you judge them based off of that. And that is exactly what I mean. And other people will do the exact same thing to you. People will know a little tiny bit of your life, maybe less than 1% of your life. But based on that little piece that they know, they are judging you for the rest of your life based off of that. Have you ever had that happen to you? I'm sure you have. Even if you're not aware of it, it's happened to you. And you do it to other people the same way. We all do this because as human beings, we're trying to conserve our mental energy, which means spending less time thinking, which means we just go off whatever little bit we know about a person and we just assume that's who they are as a person. This is not accurate, but it's what we choose to do. And as they say, perception is reality. It's kind of like a credit score, but worse. See, the thing with a credit score is that if your credit is trash, and there was one point that my credit was trash. I didn't even know my credit was trash. I didn't really have any credit. I didn't have any credit cards. I didn't have any home loans. I didn't have any auto loans. I never had any of that stuff. So my credit was like non-existent. So when I tried to do something that required credit, I realized I didn't have any credit. So it was hard for me to do that thing. I was able to get a deal done, but it cost me a whole lot more than what it cost me had I had some credit. And the reason I'm bringing that up is to explain once I started doing things to intentionally build credit, like I went and got a secured credit card, I got an auto loan and I was paying way more for that auto loan than I should have been paying. But because I got those things in place and I made all my payments in time, then I started building up my credit. See, your actual, your credit score, your number credit can be trash, but you can build it back up. You could be trash at credit and then good and then trash again, then good again. And your credit score does not hold the fact that all right, your credit score is a 775 right now, or your credit score was a 400 three years ago. So we can hold that against you. They don't do that, right? But human beings, we do it all the time. Oh, your credit, your social credit score. And hopefully we never get a social credit score here in America, but I hear that, hey, it may be coming. Your social credit score, metaphorically speaking, could be a 800 right now in the eyes of the public. But somebody remembers four years ago, your social credit score was like a 377. They're going to try to hold that against you, even though your credit score is an 800 right now. You follow what I'm saying? You understand that that extended metaphor that I'm making there? Credit scores you can repair, but a social score in the eyes of certain people, not everybody, but certain people will never be erased. With reputation, especially in this world of cancel culture, as I talked about in episode 1755, some people will try to hold certain things against you for as long as they possibly can, basically for the length of their lives and or maybe even for the length of your life if they can. So just keep these things in mind that human beings, we are not rational thinking people. We are not rational. We all like to think that we're rational. We are not objective. We all like to think that we are objective. We are not unbiased. We all like to think that we are unbiased. None of us is any of these. But we all like to think that we are when we're making judgment calls on other people. And I'm telling you all of that, not only to help you understand yourself, but also for you to understand other people. So when you do this to other people, understand you're doing it. And when other people do it to you, understand that you are not an innocent bystander because you've done the same to others. You just might not be thinking about it consciously. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is people do not change. Number two. People just become more of what they actually are. So what you think is change is not really change. Many times it's just people becoming more of what they actually are, dropping more of their representative and or you just noticing more of who they are as a person. Maybe you just couldn't notice it before. But now as you've been around them longer, 
or maybe they got older or maybe they're less inhibited or maybe they just feel more comfortable being who they are. or Maybe they just don't give a damn about putting on a show for people anymore. They have dropped the pretext. Now they're just showing you who they are. This per- And that person was always there. It's just they weren't showing it to you before and or you just didn't notice it because you were too focused on yourself. All of those could be true. Most of what we consider to be change in life is not actual change. It's someone just becoming more of the person that they always were, or maybe they just get into a different environment and they're more comfortable being a certain type of person that they always were. Maybe they just felt inhibited showing that person over there, but now they're over here, they feel comfortable showing that person off. That's often what we call change or what gets disguised as change, but it's not actually change. You or I might call that getting better or getting worse. And yes, it can be true in the eyes of the beholder, right? Beauty's in the eyes of the beholder. But all someone becomes better or worse at is something that they always were doing. They were always doing that thing. They just got better at doing that thing. They were always that type of person. They just got better at doing it. I've always been the type of person who likes to articulate my perspective and explain uh, why I think the way that I think, how I'll come to the conclusions that I'll come to. This, what I'm doing right now, even though I've been doing this for over 2,000 days here on the show, this is not new to me. Even when podcasting came around, when I jumped on podcasting is a better way to say, in 2016, I was that person in 2010. I was that person in 2005. I was that person in 1999. Difference is now I just have a microphone and I can reach people like you doing it. But I always was this type of person. Now I got better at it because I do it every single day now. And I have a platform from which to do it. And I have a strategic and routine reason to do it over and over and over again. I have a structure behind it. But I was the same person 20 years ago. I just got better at doing it. I just got better at being this type of individual. I didn't really change. So anyone who knew me 20 years ago to hear me now, this is the same person. I just got better at it. And I just got a platform for doing it. And that's what happens with most of us in life. We get better at being who we are. And then we get certain platforms from which to do that thing. So maybe it gets amplified or maybe it gets minimized, but nothing actually changed. Except we just, again, we go further in the direction we were already headed. Maybe certain circumstances allow you or I to see more of what a person is. But understand, as I just said, all you're seeing is more of what was always there. It's just now you got a you got a better view of that person. You got, you know, you got some contact lenses, you got some glasses. Now you can see it a lot better than what you could see before. Now this makes perfect sense, right? Because in life, as I've explained many times here, is you are more focused on yourself than you are on other people. So because you're more focused on you than others, you don't notice certain details about other people that are always have always been available for you to notice. When you finally stop focusing on yourself so much and start actually paying attention to other people, you notice these details and you might fool yourself into thinking that they just showed up out of nowhere today. When those details were there three years ago, when you met this person, you just didn't notice. But now that you're finally paying attention, now you're seeing it and you're like, damn, why not notice that before? You didn't notice it before because you were paying attention to yourself, which is what most of us do most of the time. You only notice the things that are relevant to you. And there may be something relevant to you five years from today about one of your closest friends that is not relevant to you now. So five years from now, don't think that you just came across this new observation. The observation was always there. It's just your brain wouldn't allow you to notice it because you were too focused on other things that were more important at that time. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is people do not change. Number three, real change. For someone to really change in life, and for someone to make a real advancement in life, it requires three things, at least three things. But these three must be in there. Hard work, discipline and commitment. 
For someone to change, they must do all three. They got to be willing to work hard and they have to actually do it. They have to be disciplined and willing to enact that discipline and they have to be committed to actually making that change. They have to know what the change is and they have to be committed to the change. Now, you understand this. I know that you understand it because you're listening to a show called Work On Your Game. All right, you know, even if this is your first ever episode of this show you're listening to, you have a pretty good understanding of where I'm coming from and the type of all the shows that I put out, all the material that I put out is like this. Okay. So if you're listening to this for the first time and you like this kind of conversation, then you should take in everything you can find with my name on it because it's all like this. If you're not into this kind of conversation, you should stop listening right now and delete and block me from everywhere you're at because it's all like this. Okay. So if you're the type of person who is enjoying this kind of conversation, you understand that to change in life and to advance, you must work hard, be disciplined, and you must be committed. You get this. The problem is, and I've said this many times here on the show, and I will say it many times in the future. I'm going to say it again right now. This show ain't for everybody. The work on your game philosophy is not for everybody. Dre Baldwin is not for everybody. The way that I share my perspectives, the way I break things down, the way I explain things, the way I talk about whether I'm giving you an opinion, a fact, a theory, it ain't for everybody. I know it's not for everybody, and I don't want it to be for everybody. I talked about this in an episode on rejection marketing, which was episode number 1364. All right. You draw some people in by turning other people away. This is not for everybody because not everybody wants to work hard. Not everybody wants to be disciplined and not everybody wants to be committed. This is just the truth of life. Again, how many of you listening right now can agree and understand this? You know that there are some people that just don't want to do what you do every single day. Not because they're unaware that it's possible. It's just because they don't feel like doing it. They don't want to do the work. Can we agree? I told you there are three truths about human beings that everybody should internalize and keep inside you at all times. And I talked about this in episode number three most dangerous truths about people, episode 1717. I'll tell you what those three truths are. You can go listen to that so, and I can explain it to you. Number one, people do not think. Number two, people don't read. Number three, people are lazy. If I'm wrong, you let me know. Most of the people that you've met in life I guarantee you they fit all three of those. They don't read, they don't think, and they're lazy. <laughs> now, maybe not your friends, maybe not your business partners, maybe not the people that you work with. But again, I'm talking about the masses of people. You don't know everybody. The number of people that you know in life is less than 1% of the people who are alive. So keep that in perspective when you say, well, I don't know too many people who fit that description, right? Well, exactly, because you don't know most of the people on the planet. But just think about the, the wider world aside from just your myopic world and the people that you know. Average person knows maybe a thousand people. Anyway, real life change revolves, involves hard work, discipline, and commitment. You already know this, but this show is not for everybody. Everybody in the world doesn't listen to this show, and they're not supposed to. This, what I share here, is for a special selection of the population, and I understand that. Most people are not into these things, hard work, discipline, commitment. This is how I can so confidently state that most people don't change, because I know that most people don't want to hear this. Have any of you, any of you ever been to any kind of reunion, a school reunion? I guess there's some kind of reunions they have, right? Are there reunions for anything else? Maybe school reunions, maybe some type of business reunion. I don't know. I've never heard of it, but I'm sure maybe they exist. I haven't been to any reunions. I'm not a, re, I'm not the reunion type. And at the same time, you know, I live in, I went to school in the state of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. I went to school at Penn State. And if they did have reunions, college reunion, if they did, I didn't know about it. Nobody told me. And high school reunion, I did know about it, but I wasn't traveling to Philadelphia to go see some people from high school. So I haven't been to any reunions. But one thing that I'll I'll make this educated guess for any of you who has been to a reunion and you tell me if I got this right or wrong. When you went to the reunion, 
the biggest change that you notice in people as a whole, I'm not talking to any one person, but the people as a whole is, I'm a, this is my guess. And you tell me if I got this right or wrong. The biggest change is that people got older and gained weight. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much what happens to people in life. All right? They get older and fatter. But otherwise, as far as their character, as far as their personality, as far as who they are, nothing changed. If you knew them pretty well back then, they're still the same person now. They just got older and maybe gained some weight. If you didn't know them back then, then you might think that they're different. But no, they're not different. You just didn't know them before. All right? They were the same person then. You just didn't know. Besides that, they're pretty much the same. That's my educated guess. And anyone can tell me that I got that wrong, that most of the people that you've met when you went to a reunion, they changed in ways other than their age and their weight. Then you tell me what it was. I want to know. Text me. Anyway, let's recap today's class, which is people do not change. Number one, trust your judgment of character. Again, see those episodes where I talked about how to judge character. What you see in a person's character is rarely far away from what their representative is showing you. Yes, it is possible that somebody can change, but most of the time they do not. I would say your best bet, smart money says, they are who they always are and they're not changing. Point number two, people in life just become more of what they really are. You might think that they're getting better or worse and they kind of are, but all they're doing is getting better or worse at what they always were in the first place. They didn't really change. They just enhanced where they already were. I guess you can call that change semantically. This makes sense because we don't notice a lot of things in people at first. We might notice them later, but those things were always there. It's just we weren't paying attention because we were focused more on ourselves than we were on other people, which we should be. Number three, real change and advancement in life requires hard work, discipline, and commitment. Most people are not into hard work, discipline, and commitment. This is how I know that most people won't change because you must do these things to change. Most people don't do them. If you ever been to a school reunion, I told you the two things you're going to notice most often in general is that people get older and fatter. That's it. They don't change. Their character does not change. They're the exact same person and they got kids. That's maybe the, the, the third thing that, that I can educatedly guess. Educatedly, is that a word? I just made it up. Anyway, text me 305-384-6894. Text me and you'll get my daily motivation every single day. The Bulletproof Mastermind, my group coaching program is open right now in Work On Your Game University and my third day mastermind. Third day mastermind is one-on-one. Bulletproof Mastermind is group coaching. Both of those, the link is down below, workonyourgameuniversity.com. I'll see you in there. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.